You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I like the buttery biscuit base, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Arsenal were brilliant and the FA Cup is back. It's Friday, 16th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Jim Raynham Steele-Campbell. It's a huge day in the kingdom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lovely to have you with us. A bit of rain and steel in the studio. Yeah. Ah, oh, so that, that base knowledge you've got, Jim. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. It's as incongruous to us, the people that grew up in the town, yeah. as it is to those <laughs> watching football. <laughs> Would you like to buy some steel? I don't understand the question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is a, it's a big day. It's a big day for one Luke Moore, because after five years in charge of the England Under-21s, AD Boothroyd is off. Yeah, and it's a very much needed positive. Um, uh, look, let's be reasonable. A man has lost his job. Mm-hmm. Right, now we've got that out of the way. Yep. Um, it was difficult because there was a chance, it still is a very strong chance, Portsmouth mm-hmm. are not going to be promoted this season. There is a reasonable chance Southampton are going to win the FA Cup, mm-hmm. which can I just make absolutely clear, it yep. would be horrendous. Mm-hmm. And there's also a tiny chance which if it happens, because the chance is so tiny, would make it even worse that Big Sam's West Brom get out of relegation <laughs> trouble. If all those three things yeah. happen, you think, God, I'm staring down the barrel of an absolute nightmare season yeah, here. you've actually missed... What... And then Boothroyd loses his job. Well, you've got, you've got... Yeah, but you've got... That might not actually go in your favour because Southampton win the FA Cup, Portsmouth don't get promoted and the board at Portsmouth thinking we've got to respond somehow. Mm, yeah. Get a big get, name in. Let's get Boothroyd in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's no, just hard to imagine. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. It, Actually, it's Portsmouth. Through, yeah, through, yeah. Yeah. And it's Portsmouth <laughs> and it's football. Portsmouth, everyone thinks that, um, you know, managers go get lose their jobs too fast these days. 
Portsmouth fans know yeah. it's the opposite for them. They just will not sack someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They will not sack. Who's the new man in? It's Stanley Cowley. The Cowley That's brothers. right. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not going anywhere for a if, while. If Southampton stopped Man City doing a quadruple, is that no, somehow still, worse no. than them just... No, I'm, I'm, I'm a, there's no way I'm asking you if that makes it good. Mm. I'm saying, does that make it worse for you if they also stop this historic thing? So it's like a really significant FA Cup win. It, maybe I can answer it a different way. I would happily take mm. Manchester City winning every trophy they enter for the next 10 years yep. <laughs> if Southampton don't win anything. Really? Yes. If a Southampton, the chances are they're not going to win anything. Yeah, I, you, I, you don't, probably... I can't take that chance. Yeah. Like, I know, yeah. the, I know the exact feeling. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Man City, <laughs> do everyone, do everyone around this table a solid. <laughs> you than... don't care how they got their money. How <laughs> it was all built. Not on. when it comes to the Carabao. It's, 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 it's less, it's Leicester, Leicester are in their way for the FA Cup. <laughs> Is the Carabao not sacred yeah. to you? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Well, perhaps the Europa League is, Jim. Yes. And what a win for Arsenal. What a fantastic win. Blooming heck, Jim. I enjoyed it so much. Where, where did that come from? Smash them to bits. Yeah. yeah it was I mean, all over after about 20 minutes. Yeah. Just, and also, it's annoying because yeah. I had to watch the rest of it. Yeah. The today. <laughs> and I mean, they had a goal disallowed early on. We're like, well, we'll yeah. just put another one in then. Yeah. You, yeah. you are not. Which we, is like so unlike Arsenal. I know. Like, Arsenal's brand. Yeah. Is very, I don't know where I am with this because no, I, Jim, know, yeah. I don't want to speak on behalf of you but I'm sure you, you know as well as I do much well, even much better than me that if Arsenal have an early goal disallowed sometimes it's always sometimes it's for the wrong reasons like mm. it should have stood yep. mm. then they let that massively affect them certainly for the rest of the game mm-hmm. almost certainly for the rest of the month and sometimes the rest of the season yeah. how on earth are they bouncing straight well, back I mean that Exact thing is is a big contributor to one of the lines on my forehead. So I know it, <laughs> exactly exactly what you're talking about. How many got total? I, I, I mean, your best place oh, yeah, to couple. say three. Just one. Just one. I, don't know. I feel like you know, I, I look like I've seen three terrible things mm. effectively in my life. Um, Want to see a fourth? I know. I know what the other two are. Oh no! Um, but yeah, they were fantastic, and they were clearly riled up before the game and fired up before the game yes. for for reasons that away from the pitch. It's worth remembering Glenn, Glenn Kamara mm. um, came through Arsenal's academy. I'm sure that won't have been lost on the team. Apparently, Alex Lacazette and um, mm-hmm. uh, it's rumored Granite Xhaka as well were, were, were firing the team up. They yeah. wanted to take the knee. Yep. Um, um, Slavia's response to that being lined up was was absurd for me. I presume what they're doing there is is standing by their players' protestation of innocence. But you can take the knee as well. They're not an exclusive thing. Yeah, I'm not, you're I'm not saying t- something by doing what they did, even if you claim you're saying something different. Yeah, and I even mean, if you don't mean to say what you are saying, you are saying something. Yeah, you are. I mean, I think that some people might have seen that and go, "Well, hang on, you, you don't know." Teams don't line up like that. No, we, no. we see the taking. They normally the knee just stand in there. Yeah, exactly. Position, you, you, yeah. you stand in positions, or you mm. take the knee. But even when people uh, have been taking the knee this season, it is usually in their formations. If you see what I mean, yeah. you know. But to stand together like that. That that is a message, mm-hmm. and it's very okay, for I me do... because I like to know what formation they're playing. Well, maybe that. that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it confused me. Maybe yeah. it was like the yeah the, the the Hungarian side of the fifties, right? You wear a number six, and they'll think you're a centre back, but you're yeah. actually playing up front. I mean, and that and is them. even then, that is an astonishingly <laughs> poor way of a team working out the other team. Yeah. Like, yeah. England was supposed to be the best team in the world at that point. Yeah. Wow. How are you working out what position they're playing? I'm just going to look at their number mm. yeah, and yeah, I'm not yeah. going to check. Well, I'm not going to mark him because he's going to head back to the fence <laughs> yeah. in a minute. If he scores, it's not my fault exactly. because of his number. Was that? What, I mean, that's maybe what Slavia Prague, Prague were thinking. Ah, oh, they'll never know what formation we're playing. Yeah. And Artes is going, don't worry, lads, we've done don't a lot worry. of research. Just smash here. them to bits. And, and this is another reason why we are extremely motivated to beat you. Absolutely. And they, they were, Arsenal showed their quality and that is something that they haven't done enough this season. 
season. You know, the slick passing was mm. there, the nimble footwork was there. Yep. Um, and just, there was a lot of cohesion, and they were playing for each other as well. Like mm-hmm. they were, they were so full blooded and just into everything. And there yep. was an aggression about them that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they lacked far too much. Uh-huh. And I hope that that can be the form that they take into the rest of the season because this keeps the season alive. Yeah. You know, there yeah, is, yeah. you know, they're, they're, you know, mid table in the Premier League. There's nothing about their league form to suggest that that is a false position. Mm-hmm. So the only way into Europe is, is through the Europa League. So they need to just be, just keep that in mind and just use it as fuel, basically. Mm-hmm. Incredibly though, Jim, I mean, if they, if they win the Europa League, they get bloody Champions League football. Well, next it's season. all or nothing. It's Champions League, or it's the first season without European football yeah. for something like since like nineteen ninety six. Mm. So it's you know it's 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 a huge huge thing, and there's a lot standing in the way as well. Arsenal's form has been very very patchy. There's Unai Emery up next, who who we know is like the Europa League specialist, yeah. basically in history. And obviously, there's a bit of spice there. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. he might want some revenge on Arsenal for for how things ended. Arsenal might. Re- Want some revenge on him for the boring football that we that we sat through? <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a long, long way to go. And also, you know, people are looking ahead to a potential final with Man United. It, you know, who knows what's going to happen before then? And you don't want that. You, you don't want another English club in in mm. a final. It's, it's the, the pressure is something which gets to Arsenal. Yeah. Um, so you don't know. Although you know, that said. You've been scarred by that Chelsea. You've been scarred by that Chelsea experience, though, in the Europa. Indeed, and maybe maybe there is no need to be. But yeah, it's it's exciting. It's really nice actually to just have some some skin in the game at this stage of the season. I mean, before the game, when you you know the announcement is that your captain's got malaria, you do fear the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's having a time of it. Aubameyang. I think this is you know a lot of people have been talking about his form this season, but this has gone you know not not Mm -hmm. not really even spoken about that much. He's clearly you know. He's had a, quite a few personal issues to deal with as well, and this is a further uh, yeah. bit of bad luck. I think it's just in one of those luck ruts. Yeah, but look, when you got Lacazette to step up like that, I was, I was actually going to say shout out to Xhaka for playing left back. Yeah, yeah, um, but Played yeah, La- Lacazette's got a good. Um, he's had a he's had a good reputation this season, hasn't he? For, for I think I've probably been a bit overly critical of him this season. No, because, he's been patchy. Yeah, but he's, he's apparently he's been really great with the young players and been a really good team mm-hmm. player and all the mm-hmm. rest of it. Um, I, I've kind of criticised him as part of a group of senior pros who mm-hmm. I don't think have done enough for Arsenal this season. But last night he absolutely stepped yeah. up and he looked great. And when he's good, he's obviously fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's going into the last year of his contract, though, isn't he? So um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. Well, they just usually that sorts itself out with Arsenal, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? No, I, I, I they definitely won't if... get themselves into a situation where they <laughs> they are terrified that he's going to go somewhere else and end up paying him loads of money. I <laughs> I think he, this might be his last season here. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. The, the senior players stepped up, and they haven't been doing that. I um, the there's, a, there's a guy on a guy on Twitter called Guna Dub, who a little while ago I, I noted this down because it made me laugh. Just said, "I am just fed up of these senior clowns disrespecting the canon." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's been the case, but they were all absolutely fantastic. As were the night. younger players. Yeah, I mean, Saka and Smith Rowe, we've enjoyed them immensely this season. You forget the young players almost. Yeah, they're so integral to the team now. Uh-huh. And be... Martinelli coming on, nearly scoring as well. He's you know he got, got his run. first goal in ages after coming back from a big injury. Nice, nice, um, nice little kind of problem for Arsenal to solve. It's a nice problem to have is that, you know, we played Smith Rowe in, in, um, mm-hmm. in the hole last night and we talked about like him, him and, and Odegaard mm-hmm. and stuff. I wonder what they'll do next season because he's obviously got a load of minutes under his belt now. He, he seems like a really exciting young player. He's clearly good enough but they want to go after Odegaard and make it permanent. If they yeah. don't, they want to get another number 10 with told. I mm-hmm. mean, Ornstein was talking about that this morning on the TV saying that, yeah, they are they are looking for a number 10. You can't doubt the uh, the wisdom of Orney. No, no, so no, no. They're clearly after someone, but I don't know what that means for Smith Rowe. So it was a bit of a decision to make. Well, I think Smith Rowe has had quite a lot of injuries already, and he is obviously a young player that needs to um, 
you know, you've got to be careful with their minutes. I think I'm a bit worried about how much Saka's being played, to be honest, as well. I think everyone is, but it's just out of necessity because he's been so good. Um, also, Smith Rowe does have the versatility to, to play in different positions as Odegaard does. And I think part of the thinking of getting Odegaard in was to lift the burden on Smith Rowe a little mm-hmm. bit. So I don't, I don't, I, I think that has to be taken into account for any permanent signing as well. I mean, clearly he is the future of Arsenal. So mm. they're not going to, mm. then, then unless, unless they're absolute idiots, which sometimes they are, uh, yeah. They're not likely to sort of jeopardise his future. Is he the most treasured cannonball of the cannon? Maybe. I think Saka might be, but yeah. they're, you know, they're second best those, cannonball. Yeah, him, him, him. Uh, those two in Martinelli are the other so the big ones. There's, I think. there's beautiful, exciting young cannonballs, uh-huh. and the cannon is being lit by clowns, senior clowns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you say cannonball, all I can think of is cannonball, cannonball, <laughs> yeah. um, cannonball run. Uh, you yeah. say that he likes playing in the hole. Well, Slavia Prague had a centre back called Thomas Holes. Mm. That's and perfect, he enjoyed his night, didn't he? It's so. a perfect position for a centre-back. <laughs> yeah. Perfect name for a centre-back. Holes. Find the holes. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's there. Yeah. Um, easy peasy. Uh, Callum Chambers, Jim. Yeah. What's he up to? Uh, yeah. Is he, is he trying to, is he sort of saying, he's thinking, hang on a minute, there's the, the, the right-back uh, position for the England side is up for grabs. Yeah. I fancy a bit of this. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> bloody get, hell, yeah. One thing we haven't got enough of. We, right we could genuinely have Callum, a team. Another one. <laughs> could have a team of them. Could genuinely yeah. have a team of them. Yeah. Because you put Kyle Walker in goal, obviously, because he's got experience. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. the, the, the Chambers is just another one. Yeah. That pile of, of England right-backs. Let's, Indeed, let's yeah. do it, Gareth. Uh, mentioning Danny uh, Sabahs, he, he was rallying the troops on Twitter yesterday, of course. Mm. Tomorrow we're going for all, like Sir Winston Churchill once said. <laughs> Blood, toil, tears and sweat. Let's go, Gunners. I mean, I think Winston Churchill actually said I have nothing to offer but yeah. blood, toil, tears and sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really transfer over to a footballer. No. You need to have ability. It's a very specific skill. It's been an odd week for social media. Phil Foden's, uh, I think he's, he yeah. sacked his social media people. He wasn't happy with the he Mbappe shout out, was no, he? No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, went yeah. straight over to Dulux. So it was fine. <laughs> yeah, they got a new job straight <laughs> away. They were, they were uh, yeah, they, they, they got, they got, they got uh, hooked up straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, mean, that, I mean, that was. I know you guys talked about it yesterday, but I mean that was baffling, it's incredible. Yeah, I, I, a part of me suspects that it, that we haven't seen the last of this. That maybe it is a long game being played because Spurs' well, response has been really funny you. as well. Yeah, Jim's take is that it's actually all a big work. Mm. Yeah. But it's because you watch too much wrestling, probably. <laughs> I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. But you maybe used to love a bit of wrestling, though. Sure did, but yeah. Pete suspects this as well. But the tr- the same is also true of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Danny Ceballos, though, mm. is a really odd character. He did play like a man possessed last night. And yeah. He doesn't do it often enough, really, but there are games where he's like the captain of a pirate ship that, yeah. is, just, that is just boarding you. And <laughs> yeah. he played like that last night. I know yeah. he's got that in his locker, but that's the thing. I was certainly bored. Well, it's kind of like encouraging when you see Arsenal and particular players play like this, but then it's also a bit like a bit more of that. Exactly. Yeah, and Marcus, it's about exactly. the environment, right? Mm. You couldn't argue really realistically, I don't think, that Arsenal have players that are any less in terms of ability mm. than a lot of other top teams. They might not be the very best team, but mm. they've definitely they're definitely up there. Yeah, yeah. It's about the environment that's correct around them, in my opinion. Yeah. And, mm. and 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 are they being you know, it's like as, as the legendary John Sitton said, you know, the best players want to be the best all the time. Yeah. You know, do you know how profound that is? Have you imagined the? Have you, have you examined the words? It's not the quote I thought you were going to say of his. What bring your dinner? You thought I was going to say? Yeah, yeah. that's the one everyone remembers. But then, yeah. that's the other one. What was the tweet you sent out? I, I don't know. That your that uh, your friend of mine replied. It's too intense. It's. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what he said. He, he, he said that a lot as well. On the thing, I'm, you always say you're too, I'm too intense. You're too intense. It. <laughs> I once saw him at an event. Uh, John Sitton late on. Who did he manage, John Sitton? Late in Orient. Was yeah. it just Orient? If very, you, very if you're much familiar with this, then. A YouTube search 
It's not hard to find what we're talking if you, about. If you're not familiar with this, I mean, my God, yeah. it must be. I want, Anyway, I once saw him turn up to a formal event wearing Crocs. Yeah. Carry on. There we go. Yeah. And anybody who questioned that got <laughs> yeah. the meeting out of them. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Manchester United, uh, they're through um, to another semi-final. It's the Europa League semi-final this time. Mm, good they're for fifth, the egos. Yes. Fifth semi-final in two years under uh, Scholchar after their 2-0 uh, win against Granada. Uh, Cavani got the goal uh, to, to really sort of calm any nerves and whatnot we expect that of the big man and a lovely yeah. finish it was Jim yeah when I picture Cavani he's in midair mm. just all the time he's celebrating or getting on the end he? of something yeah exactly mm-hmm. he's, he's a beautiful footballer is our 50th goal in European football as well yeah yeah it's impressive absolute um, thoroughbred isn't he Cavani yeah, yeah every, that's exactly the word way. he's just brilliant and, yeah. and it was a canny signing from Man United and you know it's got to be pleased with him and him that it's working out and uh, there's a lot of talk of that you know he wants to go back to Uruguay and I imagine in terms of settling into a new country mm. the scenario we find ourselves in like, is, is the absolute worst case scenario so it must be quite hard but you know I hope for their sake and for the sake of the Premier League that, that he stays yeah but yeah he was a uh, Win a trophy with Man United, and then and then off you go. It's no, the, no, it's the Louis no. Van Gaal routine. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lose the, <laughs> the glorious Arsenal in the in the final because the, the cups are all about ego anyway, Marcus. The cup, well, no, I they mean they're going to get part of Roma. They do. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said he is looking forward to playing Roma because it feels like a proper European tie. What a dig at Granada that is. Yeah, yeah, a bit I of salt know. in the wound it there. It is. It is very much so. Yeah, Edin Dzeko though. The former Manchester City player. A bit of spice. There's a little bit of narrative there, and I've just uh, explained it to everybody. Yeah. Um, there were black covers on the seats at Old Trafford last night. This is because Solskjaer claimed on Wednesday that Manchester United have struggled at home because the red background has blended in with the team shirts. So when a player looks over his shoulder for a teammate, he can be lost. I, I don't think you get enough stick for this. Yeah, oh, it goes back Again. to the old Southampton yeah, lost, doesn't it? Does, it does, and it's more of the Alex Ferguson tribute. Act, isn't it? Massively, like, what, what's massively. next? You're going to pull out the League Cup, kick yeah. a plimsoll at someone. It's like, <laughs> the FA Cup. Well, no, but this is oh, what I mean. It's like a soft version good. of it, isn't it? Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah okay. Kick a plimsoll at someone. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, who would it be? Because obviously it was Beckham you were talking about. Dan James, isn't it? It'd be Dan James. Yeah, 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 yeah great yeah. shout. Big yeah, Dan yeah. James, definitely. And I don't know why it's. Ta- I mean, it's taken them ten months apparently to change the seat covers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just thought. I just don't think. He, I just don't think he got enough stick for for saying that. Mm. He comes up with some weird stuff, Solskjaer. He really he does. does. Yeah. Uh huh. It's just strange. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Well, this By is the, the way, week after we had a massive row with Mourinho about feeding children. I mean, yeah. what, what I don't get about that is just change the covers. Yeah. yeah. Don't why to say it. But make he, yourself up. He also yeah. said, up for like, I promise you, you'll notice the difference. It's like you can't keep that promise, Ali. <laughs> you you <laughs> yeah. cannot back that up. It's, not, like, it's like when he said about Man City, oh, we're not going to let them have an easy ride. It's like they're so far in, in front of you, it's, that isn't up to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of range. <laughs> okay. Oh dear, we're not going to stop shooting. No, no it doesn't matter. <laughs> Miles away. Um, my goodness, my goodness. Um, well, they play Burnley uh, on the weekend, Manchester United. Big game for Burnley, though. They're, they're just a point ahead of Newcastle after uh, after Sunday's defeat. Um, the, the good people at Opta have uh, given Fulham just a 4.8% chance of survival. You have to feel about that. Well, fair. You're contractually obliged to call them boffins. Am yes. I? Yeah. The Opta Boffins. Yeah. I think they're good people. Boffins send. Is Boffin a bit derogatory? Is you it? reckon? It's, it's kind of a very tough word. It's school, isn't it? Isn't it? If, yeah. If, you, if someone's called a. At my school, you, a person was called a Boffin if they, like, tried to learn. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Same. Go yeah. work for Raynham Steel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the Opta Brains, I think, would be nicer. Okay. Fair enough. The Opta. Opta. 
would be another option. <laughs> the, the good people at yeah. Opta. If they rebrand themselves to Opta Boffins, I'll, I'll take out a subscription. Yeah. Yeah. Which is bloody expensive, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is. Um, have you seen that uh, Amazon have announced a documentary series about Paul Pogba's life on and off the pitch um, called The Pogmentary? I have seen this. Yeah, well, I mean... Was Pogumentary taken? Did someone do a documentary about Pogs in the past? I, I, maybe. Pog, Pogmentary. Yeah. So I think I think it is being called the Pogumentary. Right. I think that's a mis. I think that's a misprint. I think it is going to be called the Pogumentary. Yeah. I, I, this doesn't quite work for me. And you know, I like this kind of crap and have yeah. contributed to unfunny business in this area. But I don't think that really works. Well, yeah, because your Pogumentary doesn't work either. Yeah. If it's Pochettino, yeah, Pochettino, yeah, yeah. Work, yeah. Dogumentary is clearly something else. That's going to work. That would yeah. work definitely. <laughs> um, the, my my concern isn't. I mean, it's not the name. Apparently, it is called Pogmentary. Uh-huh. It should be called Pogumentary. It doesn't matter. What does either matter, don't really work for me. What does matter is that I can't really think of anything Paul Pogba is likely to do in his life that's going to be of interest outside of football. Yeah. Well, what about this though? Because you know, this kind of quote, Luke might. Um, you know, whet your appetite okay, for, the, on, for, the, for the pogmentary. He spoke <laughs> about the difference between Solskjaer and Mourinho's man management uh, today. And he said, once I had a great relationship with Mourinho, then the next day you don't know what happened. I cannot explain it to you because even I don't know. Does that answer your question? I'm not, more not excited. Really a revelation, is it? No, I'm more <laughs> excited in, in watching Jose Mourinho's interview about it than I am watching it. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Absolutely, that's true. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through the name. If we were suddenly called the Football Bamble, right, and we just never <laughs> made any reference to it ever, I think we'd lose credibility, and rightly so. Uh-huh. We have lost credibility at various well, points. More already. credibility. <laughs> the Ramentary. Would that be it? Well, exa- exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Just sod off. Just sod off. Um, oh, by the way, here's a little wicked whisper. Reports are saying that Declan Rice sounded out Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw about what life at Manchester United is like when they were away on international duty. I find that interesting, actually, because, Mm. you know, you might, you would think Declan Rice can can take his pick and quite often you wonder, oh, why would someone go to Man United given the, you know, that they, they, I know they're having a good season, so this is going to sound a bit sort of counterintuitive, but there is a general idea that they are in the doldrums a bit and they Mm. they aren't what they were and maybe they wouldn't be the best destination for a player. But within the football bubble, that sort of thinking doesn't come into it, does it? I think mm. that just the name of the club and, and the status of a club is a massive, massive thing. But then you could say, well, what we would, you know, if he thinks, well, if I go there and they attract other players, you know, yeah. we can get them going again. I think he'd be a fantastic addition to them. But they've sorted out the seat covers. Yeah. <laughs> Trophies will follow. That's what Rice said. I'm not coming until you sort those seat covers. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Apparently West Ham have ruled out any swap deal for Jalings, though. Mm. I mean, that's a win for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a win-win for everyone, apart from West Ham, who will get a good player but lose a really, really good player. Yeah, and and Declan's still got three years in his contract, hasn't he? So it's going to cost a bit of money, it's going to cost a bit of wedge. But Jim's absolutely right; he'd, he'd be a great fit for them because they they could do with that in, in that mm. position. And I actually think he's got a lot more to offer than mm-hmm. than he actually. I mean, we've seen a bit more of it this season, but back last season when he was playing a lot more defensively. It's clear that he can do an awful lot more. Yeah. I think he's, he's definitely got a lot more in his locker than just a screening yeah. midfield player. Mm, well, so if, yeah. if he's a kind of character that can flourish at a, with respect to West Ham, a bigger club, um, then um, that could be really incredibly exciting. Well, look, last week on Lions Watch yeah. over on Football Ramble Presents, you and I spoke about Declan Rice. Yeah. This time, this week, yeah. we're going to be talking about J-Links for England. We are. And you're supposed to plug things that make people want to listen to it. <laughs> not- 
<laughs> not the opposite. <laughs> well, we're back tomorrow on Football Ramble Presents for the second episode of Lions Watch. Uh, we're going to be talking about Jesse Lingard and what his steaming hot form means for England as Would well. Did you write as, this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, as well as where Jude Bellingham fits into the picture. Uh, and we're turning uh, back the clock to 2014. Roy the boy and his speedos on the uh, Copacabana. Um, yeah. So get over to Football Ramble Presents for that. We're having a lovely time over there. <laughs> Our plug for the show that we want people to listen to is we're going to talk a lot about Jesse Lingard and there's a 70-year-old man in Speedos on the beach. Get involved. From the vault. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the sort of luxuriant quality. Well, always. Mm, yeah, another reference to Roy Hodgson. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betway, everybody. Right, we've got a jingle here from James Stewart, entitled A Song for Slugs. Amazing stuff. That is, Bob Moldesk. That is the best <laughs> jingle I've ever heard on this show yeah. and any other show. Do you think? Brilliant. It's REM. It's Teenage Fan Club. REM is brilliant. It's, yeah. it's Husker Do, as yeah. Jim said. It's, 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 it's got everything. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I'm led to believe, uh-huh. because I, I looked up James Stewart when I saw he was going to be on the show today, mm. 
He's a singer-songwriter. If that's the quality of the stuff he's just tossing off the football shows... Tossing off? Yeah. Then his stuff must be amazing. That was, it must be amazing. And that was a it's lovely... It's a wonderful jingle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> lovely bit of guitar work right at the end. Fantastic mm. stuff. You, you think to yourself, oh, we're coming to the end of that. Doodly, doodly, do. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> that's like getting a little chocolate after your, after your meal, Jim, isn't it? Yeah. What, what, what little chocolate <laughs> do you like? Um, a well, little, little after eight? No, because I'm, I'm not that... I don't particularly like mint. Oh, you're 90s, not 80s. Aren't you? So it'd be it'd be <laughs> Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh, that's very 90s. That song. I, yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah. If you said if, if I flicked on Dave at 11 p.m. after a couple of You're beers a bit and of there's that. a 90s sitcom on, right? Mm. That's the theme tune right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. It's, mm. it's brilliant. Jim said on um, our, our ramble uh, live stream for the Patreon peoples uh, yesterday that you once woke yourself up by saying I miss the 90s. Yep. <laughs> And I, 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 I didn't, I didn't remember the dream I was in as well. So suddenly I was just awake, saying I missed the nineties. So, so yeah, I also want to investigate morning. further because I wasn't on the live stream yesterday. So it's for Patreon listeners only. Patreon.com forward slash football ramble. It's very, very cheap and much, much higher, higher value than you could ever imagine. Oh. Um, so do go over and check it out because you get things like this. The live stream last night, I heard on the grapevine. Oh, it was you two and Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did Pete do? Well, Pete... Um, <laughs> Again, this is all true. This is not any fabrication. Yeah. Pete basically left his keys in the pub. So when we got onto Zoom, he was walking back. Just, you know, just... It was like an RPG. It was like being in Pete's mind while he went to the pub. Um, no, he's coming back from the pub. Yeah. Tried to break into his house. Yeah. Yeah. Found, Who charged people for this? Yeah, found the keys. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to say where he left them in case someone robs him, but he found his keys. They were the wrong keys. He had to go back to the pub. He had to pause for a little while before he got into the pub because a fight had broken out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he got the keys and came back. Yeah. And uh, it, he played a bit of soccer kid yeah. um, uh, with the old share screen function. What I like about that is all. Pete has made absolutely no... Mm. Change in his routine. No, the fact this is happening. Yeah. He's not thought I've got to do that thing at this time, mm-hmm. so I'm going to get ready. He's going. I'm. I'm just going to incorporate this as part of what I'm going to be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Is that what his life's like every day? No Probably idea. is. I've no idea. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to do an email. Sure. Got to right. Yeah, yeah. Jim, far away. We do. Nathan Vaughan has been in touch. Great name. Solid name. Mm. Following on from Matt Hummels having to make his own way home, it reminded me of Anthony Gelling, who played for Wigan Warriors in rugby league. Back in 2015, instead of getting on the team bus, he endeared himself to the Warriors faithful by travelling to the away Good Friday derby game with St. Helens on a BMX he had bought from cash converters just a few days earlier. <laughs> to make the story even better, after Wigan won, he, he biked it back to Wigan and stopped off to celebrate at a house party with some complete strangers. Lovely old job. That's I mean, is, incredible. he played the game after biking to it? That's <laughs> yeah. phenomenal. That is yeah. phenomenal. Was it Wigan where West Ham, they were away to Wigan? Was it Wigan where they sacked Avram Grant? Was it Karen oh, Brady told on I'm, the way? No, no, yeah. after the game. Right. Maybe it was the last game of the season, and she told uh, Avram Grant, old Uncle Avi, um, we, you can't get on the bus. Yeah, we you, we've sacked you. There's no. And did Mark Noble have to give him a lift? It home? was it was Noble or Scott Parker who said you you can get on the bus. Parker, out of order. I, I can't remember if it was Noble or Scott Parker, but it was, same person. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, and they were like, no, no, he's got to get. And they, I think, he, same person, same player. Yes. Mm. Um, I also would like to chuck in the. I think best moment that's ever happened in the dressing mm. room slash tunnel area of Wigan, mm-hmm. which is the old oh, Pascal yeah. Chimbonda yeah. transfer request in the sock. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to go. Yeah, it's permanent. Marker, so the sock wet doesn't make it run. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the sock. 
Yeah. Have someone hand it to you. From Give, the it front yeah. Give it an hour. Give it an hour. I mean, most players are embarrassed to make a transfer request at all. Yeah. Like in any circumstances. <laughs> Get someone else it's to It's not do it. seen as the, the done thing, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then when you sock. Yeah. There we are. Do you have the email jingle again? Yeah. yeah. Why not? 100%. Lovely. What a fabulous Friday, everybody. Um, we salute you, um, uh, uh, James Stewart. Absolutely right. Right, gentlemen, uh, it's FA Cup semi-final weekend. Chelsea versus Man City. It's a big one. Big one. Um, and it's the first clash between Thomas Tuchel and Pep Guardiola in England. Absolute nerd off. I know. Oh, no. Cannot wait. You can use the word boffins here. You can. <laughs> Tuchel's a dangerous nerd. He is. Tuchel's yeah. the kind of guy. He's he's a nerd, but he's also quite hard. Nefarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's capable of great cruelty. Tuchel. Yeah. He's, I think Guardiola's weirdness <laughs> trumps everything. He's yeah. he's the villain in a in a sort of you know thriller. Yeah. Too cool. I think more of a cartoon like sort of Ren and Stimpy or something. He'd be I know what you mean. He's, he's definitely got something of the surreal about him, Thomas Tuchel, mm. for he does. sure. Um, Guardiola was talking about Barcelona's thrashing of Athletic Bilbao in the Copa del Rey final in 2012 this week. Is there any, any, anything to talk about Bielsa? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, I mean, goodness knows what they spoke about after their um, game the other week. But um, referring to his players... Guardiola, he said they were lovely people, but on the pitch, those players were fucking murderers. Yeah, I like the idea of him swearing. Hey, he like can be a bit more. sweary. I remember that time when um, when Mourinho was really, really, you know, sticking the boot in uh, all the pre- well, sticking the finger in the eye sockets and all sorts he was doing, wasn't he? Remember when he was yeah. really trying to get under their skin when he was yeah, quite literally. Manager? Yes, indeed. And uh, and and Guardiola at one press conference, he just had enough, and he swore quite a lot, and he just went. And yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. apparently, it was it was sort of the beginning of the end of his time there. I think if I'm getting my if well, my 2012 memory... Copa del Rey final was right at the end of his. Um, yes, it was. Buffer, yeah. But I think that, that particular press conference, it was perhaps around that time. But I think the players all were like, "Nice one, Pep." Yeah. Yes. You've actually piped up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because that peanut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Normally you don't say anything. Normally you speak in riddles. Yeah. Um, um, that was an amazing game. I remember that game. I'm mm. pleased that some that you guys reminded me of it because um, obviously Barcelona's team was absolutely ridiculous. But but Atletic, Atletic had a really good team then. They had like mm. Javi Martinez. He went on to great things. Obviously Lorente, mm-hmm. um, Ander Herrera was there. Mm-hmm. No, um, players, at yeah. the time they had, they still have got Ika Muniain, But at the time he was a wonder kid. Yeah. Everyone's going to talk about as the next whatever you know. So that was a really interesting time. That that was that was. Well, to, right towards the end of Guardiola's yeah. legendary mm. Barcelona team, but they they completely changed football, man. Yeah, it's crazy did. to think. I, of. I, I should say actually, just to, to, to quickly, that I just sort of realised that the, the Copa del Rey final with those teams is, is coming up, so that's yeah. why he was speaking about right. it. But still, there was a suggestion at the time though that because um, they won it three 0 didn't they? There was an idea yeah. that they sort of like stepped off the gas at one point, but mm. Pep was like, no, that didn't. If we didn't do that, mm. these these players, you know, 
if they could win 5-0, they would win 5-0. If they could win 8-0, they would win 8-0. They mm. didn't stop. It was just that, you know, yeah. they, they were up against a very good side. Well, they're up against Chelsea. And they thrashed them through. through well, I say they is a totally different side we're talking yeah. about now. Well, but it's just like 2012 Barcelona <laughs> playing Chelsea. I've watched that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, but this is, you know, Chelsea defensively look obviously very, very good under Tuchel. Yes. We, we, we mentioned that before. Manchester look very good going forward. Um, Chelsea on the break, though, you've got to look out for them. Although yeah. Raphael van der Vaart isn't a fan of Timo Werner. He's compared him to a blind horse because he just puts his head down and runs around. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the full quote is, is amazing because it's actually praise for Mason Mount. He says, Mason Mount is a terrific footballer and I think he can get even better as he gains some power, which is bit of good insight yeah. to be fair as he does get stronger and older it'll get even better yeah. but Werner is truly a blind horse <laughs> really just out of, no, out of absolutely nowhere yeah oh, did he bet on a horse at the Grand National team of <laughs> Werner or something didn't happen for him um, Kai Havertz though started Chelsea's uh, last two games um, as a sort of a false nine mm. and very good against Crystal Palace I mean will will we see two strikerless sides Fighting it out, we might actually. That, could... That's the most nerd thing that can happen, isn't yeah. it? So it almost certainly will. Yeah. Andros, Andros Townsend was funny on the radio the other day. He, he was asked a question about the difference between Chelsea under Lampard and the Chelsea under Tuchel. He said, "Because you know, obviously, mm. you've played against them twice a season because the Palace." And Andros Townsend went, "Well, under Lampard, we lost four 0 and under Thomas Tuchel, we lost four one. So I guess there was a slight improvement when we played against Tuchel's Chelsea. <laughs> but, but basically, said, I don't know why you're asking yeah, me. Yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's interesting, but it's a big one, bloody big one. That um, we're looking it's, forward to. It's, it. It's, it is a game that I will not be able to concentrate on because I'll be thinking about the game the next day, which is Leicester versus. Southampton. And I'll tell you what, mm. the thing that's annoyed me more than anything, what's that? Is that those idiot players getting doing that stupid house party thing yeah. and yeah. Put, throwing the whole Leicester dressing room in disarray ahead of a massive semi-final. Yeah. Idiotic. Chowdhury, Madison and Perez you're referring to there. And um, and um, Harvey Barnes, but he's injured yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Still though, it's, it's... Absolutely pathetic, Marcus. It is pathetic. Uh, but They're don't worry. They're back in training now though, aren't they? So they might have a point to prove and some, you know, some bridges to rebuild. Trust brother Brendy. I, I do trust him. Yeah. It makes him sound like a monk and I can actually see that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can. I can absolutely see. In like a monk's Brendan habit. Roy just turning, walking up the tunnel in a in a smock. We're doing, okay. we're, doing, we're doing this for the Lord. Okay. <laughs> um, there's there's yeah. going to be four thousand local. Spent his time like brewing some mead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, there's going to be four thousand local fans allowed into Wembley as one of the government's test events. Mm. So uh, we should, fun. that's great. Listen, that's a great science. We hope it goes well. Eight. Like in Sweden. That's mad. Eight fans. Leicester looking for the first FA Cup final since 1969. And that's what worries me. Yeah. yeah. That's what worries me. Southampton under Gordon Strachan were there in 2003 when uh, Robert Pires Robert indeed. in Cardiff, I think it was. I mean, it's funny because Leicester have been to a few League Cup finals since then. Yeah. So I don't... I, when you you know, the FA Cup final in 69. Um, but Ralph, Ralph Hassenhutl stressed this week that he would not like a statue commemorating an FA Cup win. <laughs> Have you seen some statues over the years? do go on to lift the trophy. <laughs> uh, That'd be why, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I saw the last statue. It was embarrassing. Who was it again? Yeah. Ted More Bates. Ted. <laughs> statue. Yeah, with yeah, a big head. huge... <laughs> <laughs> It's a thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a, it was worse than the Cristiano one. Sure, statue is such a hard thing to make. Yeah, once, I, once you start getting it wrong, yeah. where do you go? But the statue of Cristiano, I mean, it was a bust, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but the, Ted Bates was three foot tall with the hands of a normal man. Didn't he yeah. also have a giant head? 
No, it was uh, kind of. It was very strange. It, listen, uh, listen. I, I don't it want wasn't to well done. We shouldn't disrespect the memory of Ted Bates. He's an amazing football man. He did a mm. lot for that club, and you know, and he does does uh, we, deserve respect. But the statue th- was that's abysmal. What we, that's what we're saying. Yeah. He deserves respect. Why have you done mm. this? You know, you can take the piss out of say various sort of uh, former Soviet leaders. So when you get like a, there's, I can't remember which one it was. It's a big almighty statue and a little pea head. <laughs> But so did, didn't Ralph Hasenhuttle say, I don't want to have a statue because all the birds would just shit on my head? Which <laughs> is like, yeah. really missed the point of statues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why would I want Can one not have them in Austria? Put some spikes on it or something. Yeah. Scare them away. It doesn't matter. Maybe he just wants a plaque. Yeah. All I want is a plaque. It's, it, the direct quote is, um, I don't want... A good friend of mine said, you don't want to have a statue because all the birds will just shit on your head. Mm. That is the reason why I'm not focused on a statue. Maybe in the future we'll have holograms. Yeah. yeah change them up. That way you can remove it if they become problematic in later <laughs> generations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do many people get statues when they've lost nine nil twice? Yeah, I mean that. I mean that that, that would <laughs> yeah. sum the club up, Marcus. Let's be <laughs> Specialists in failure, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, look, it's it, we know it's difficult for teams on the south coast to win the FA Cup. Of course, one did it recently in the form of Portsmouth. Can Southampton do it? I don't know, um, but they will not be favourites against Leicester City. Um, uh, especially when you know you hear Wesley Fofana praising Brendan Rodgers' man management, calling him Papa Pool or Father Hen. It goes mm. into the whole monk kind of vibe, doesn't yeah, it? Father yeah, Father Hen. Very much so. He's, he's, he's created some harmony in that abbey, hasn't he? Clucking Cluck, <laughs> about the abbey. There we are. Yeah. Um, Southampton, though. They're self-sufficient, a lot of these abbeys, so it doesn't make sense. You'd hope so. Uh, Southampton, they, That's haven't, not what I'm talking they about. haven't conceded a goal in this year's competition, Look, That is impressive. No, who have they played? I can't remember. Genuine question, who have they played? What, Man United did they knock out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you don't um, care, do you? I don't. I don't. I don't. Start. You don't want to be tricked into praising them, basically. <laughs> the, do only, you? the only time I watch their results is if they're going to lose nine nil, or it wasn't Man United. It was Arsenal. Sorry, Arsenal, I was suddenly okay. pictured yeah. a team in red. Yeah, um, yeah. But Arsenal, Wolves, and Bournemouth have knocked out. That's impressive. Yeah, great. Yeah, and the Shrews as well. Don't forget them. I would never forget the Shrews. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so there we are. Um, Gentlemen, before I uh, uh, turn our attention to tonight, have you seen that uh, Union Berlin have introduced a crap goal of the month? Award where they gift a player a toilet seat. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, no statues, but toilet seats are plenty. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's miraculously, they've been able to get. If you look at the um, the tweet of the most recent one, they, the players are happily posing with it. Mm. I guess it's because they're scoring, so yeah. they, don't, they don't care the quality of the goal because players just like to score. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they are actively and willingly posing with a toilet seat. Bit wacky, yeah, isn't it? It is a bit wacky. German foot- it's very German football, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. very German. But we have a toilet seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, something like that. That's um, disrespectful. Yeah. To who? To the German population. Really? Which I ha- I hold in mm. high regard and great esteem. Yeah, I don't. They're no, for- I do. I do. I do. I love them. I do love you, remember, you all. Uh, do you remember when Glenn Johnson got in a bit of trouble? No. Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, for the toilet, for the toilet seat, seat, seat thing. Yeah, it was. Um, it was alleged that he changed the prices of the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, and him and his mate were just laughing. That was, they, they were caught. Apparently, I think that was so. Yeah. Portsmouth, yeah. Oh, strange. Remember. Well, we love toilet seats. We love Portsmouth, and we love Germany. Okay, just to clear that up. Um, Tonight, gentlemen, Everton versus uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, We mentioned it earlier about Dulux. Apparently, they've uh, apologised for their um, nonsense on Twitter the other day, and they said, we're investigating what happened. Won't be a very long investigation, We know what happened. (laughs) Everyone already knows. Drop some truth bombs. Yeah. And this is part of a wider avant-garde theatre piece, like Jim predicts. That was good. That must be it. Maybe they've got a new shade of lily white coming out or something. Mm. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be that. Well, Mourinho was asked if he likes British sheepdogs and said, what is that? Yeah. I mean, It really is a race to the bottom, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Just the whole world. Yeah, well, we're after that toilet seat, yeah. Jim. So uh, what's it? Also, what does it mean? What is that? Has he not heard of a sheepdog? I think. Yeah. Do, think basically... it, do you think it's a cross between a sheep and a dog? <laughs> that I think would he's. Be good. Ba- I think he's just yeah. basically saying. Stop It'd be asking. confused though. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. chase itself. But then dogs do that anyway. Yeah. So. I'm surprised he didn't ask referring to either Paul Pogba, mm. Guardiola, or how shit his players are. Yeah. Well, he also <laughs> said that he knows the reasons that Spurs keep dropping points, but said, "I am not ready to discuss it with you. Maybe never." <laughs> And presumably he knows who did the tweets for Deluxe, but he's not going to yeah. tell oh, anybody Maybe that. he did. <laughs> it's based on performances recently, it was probably Davids and Sanchez. Oh dear. Right, it's time for four to score. It is indeed time for Betway's four to score. Entry is absolutely free. That's the beauty of it. Each week you just pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the £50,000 jackpot. You must make sure those selections are submitted before the first game for fairly obvious reasons. And further tees and C's apply. Game number one, our brave boy steps up first as ever. Chelsea v Man City, the aforementioned game, uh, Saturday tea time. Marcus, who have you gone for? Oh, it's, a, it's a tricky one. Um, and I, I don't know who's going to start. You know, Manchester City, you know, who, who might play on the wings? Who, will they play with a striker? Blah, 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 blah. Same with Chelsea. But one player I'm very certain will start. Um, he's a goal threat. He's already had praise on the show today. It's Mason Mount. So it's a bit more yeah. of a sort of safe pick in... In, in in that sense, about I think who's he will start. Yeah. I think he will play, and uh, that's your second favourite Mount, presumably after oh, yes. Marcus Mount. Oh, we'll yes. probably hear a bit more about Marcus Mount slightly later on. Mm-hmm. Um, great, Mar- uh, Mason Mount. I'm said Marcus Mount. <laughs> Game number two: Wolves v Sheffield United, Saturday night, eight fifteen. Mm. Um, Jim, you're up. I have gone for William Jose. Now he's not been very effective in front of goal for Wolves because he's led to believe he's a striker (laughs) Um, but um, goals have been a problem for him but Sheffield United have not been very good anywhere on the pitch so I'm looking for narrative and I think this might be the time for him to get off the mark yeah Raul Jimenez is still Wolves' second top scorer that's how bad it's been for them I've never heard of William Jose even though apparently he's played 10 Premier League games so what does that say about me Uh, game number three (laughs) is Arsenal v Fulham we asked our mate Pete to do this one it's Sunday lunchtime here's what he said a lot of injuries on the Arsenal side. Fulham are looking a little bit healthier at this stage of the season. I'm going to go for Mitrovic with the first goal. Yeah. Pros, it's 10 seconds, which <clears throat> yep. is what we want. Yep. Um, Cons, he literally did that in the shower. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why mm-hmm. uh, he's gone for Alexander Mitrovic. Game number four, <laughs> Man United v Burnley. That's me with the anchor leg. Um, people talk about the pressure on Marcus. If we get all of them in and it's on me at the end, mm. you don't know what pressure is. Boy. I really want you to feel that pressure. Man United v Burnley. I've gone for Bruno Fernandes. Fair. So, um, in summary, Mason Mount, William Jose, Alexander Mitrovic, Bruno Fernandes. Um, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game further T's and C's apply you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly for more information head to begamblerword.org right that's four to score with our friends at Betway now it's time for this it's one of those games it's quite difficult to explain but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it Yes, indeed. It's time for Luke's game. Um, I give the guys five players, one at a time. They auction for how many of the clubs the player has played for they can name. Uh, they get a point for getting it right. The other player gets a point if they get it wrong. And it's the first to three. Uh, Marcus is the second seed in the Ramble universe, the Ramble kind of cinematic universe. Close to being the, uh, the, the, the yeah, champ. Yeah, almost beat Andy last time. Didn't quite happen. Jim is not um, ranked as high as Marcus, according to the algorithm. So Jim goes first this time. Fair. Um, which is absolutely fair. And um, we're going to bang through this. It's going to be a belter. There's some crackers today. There really are some crackers today. The first one, he's played for six clubs in total. His career went from 1976 to 1997. Blimey. We lost him fairly recently. He's a legend of the game. He speaks for himself. It's Diego Armando Maradona. 
Six clubs in total. Mm-hmm. How many can you name Jim Campbell? Jim Campbell. Definitely do five. Very nice. Going to do five. Left a bit of room. Is that is that your bid? Five? Yeah. Do you want all six, Marcus? <sighs> Knob. Do you want all six? Yeah, I'll go all six. Love that. Love that. Every football fan on earth can probably name two or three. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. But can you name six? One at a time, Marcus. Off you go. Barcelona. Oh. Yeah, it's great. One. This is annoying because I don't know if you had Sevilla. But that's my second one. Correct. Napoli. That's three. Boca Juniors. That's four. Played for them twice. Argentinos Juniors. That's correct. Start his career there. You need one more. Do you have the other one? He's not you looking. can say. I, I, he's, not, he's not reacting. Do he, does have, he does have the other one. poker face. There's, there's an obvious one here I'm missing. This is very, very frustrating. <sighs> Why'd you bid six, man? Because I thought I could, as I was doing it, I thought I might jog my memory. Yeah, the synapses might get going, get yeah, firing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one of the game, though. You... I know, I know. I thought, it's Maradona. Surely I can do all six. Yeah. <sighs> this is so annoying. Um, Newell's old boys. Oh, from nowhere, out of the fire. Yes! That is incredible. People <laughs> listening will be like, he's yeah. definitely looked that up. He hasn't looked that no. up. I'm staring right at well, him. Do you know what the two I had was... Um... Five league appearances for Newell's Old Boys in 1993. Is that what it is? Really? Yeah. I, New- I had a suspicion it might have been them as the sixth, but I wasn't sure. Well, I had so I Newell's Old Boys and is it Rosario Central, another side? Yeah, he didn't play for them, so you picked the right yeah, one. Yeah, so that, they were the two I had in mind. All right. I don't know why. Annoying. Which why one did you not have? Uh, News Old Boys. Oh you, oh, you had Sevilla, did you? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um, so that is 1-0 to Marcus. The next player has played for 15 clubs. Oh, bloody hell. And Marcus gets to go first. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you said, oh, I forgot my notebook earlier. Right. Yeah. By this the way, you need, it. you need to be patient with me, those listening at home and you guys in here, because this is an absolute fucking admin nightmare. He's played across, I think, 24 years of a career, maybe even longer than that. It might even be over 30 years of a career. I can't be able to do the math. I bet I only know about two of them. He's played for a lot of amateur clubs, mm. so be careful. But that's not in the 15, of Doesn't course. Doesn't count. No. Only pro clubs that he's made appearances for. Um, 15 clubs in total. It's Steve Claridge. <laughs> oh, Gordon Bennett. Bloody hell. Yeah, again, I know about two yeah. of them. Um... Yeah, that is that's madness, isn't it? Fifteen clubs. <laughs> but I mean, when you say Claridge, it's very believable. Yeah, I've, I've got no reason to believe the algorithm is lying to me. Fifteen clubs. I mean, I might not be able to count, and I'm sure people will tell me if I can't. But we're going to go with fifteen. He's probably played for loads more that I don't even know about. Yeah. Give us a, give us an opening bid. Three. <laughs> Jim, do you want four? I mean, a lot of this would be guesswork. I mean, even. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I'll give you four. Marcus, you want five? <laughs> no. I mean, he's got a good chance just by the law of averages. I know he does. Yeah. I know he does. Okay. But that's, as soon as you said 15, I think it's the annoying thing is like, yeah, All two right. I'm certain of. Four, yeah. cl- four clubs in total. Uh, sorry, 15 clubs in total. You've got to name four of them. Go on, Jim. Bring it home here. Leicester City. He did play for them. Right, that's correct. Right. Birmingham City? <laughs> yeah, he played for them as well, yeah. Fair play. Okay. That's two. At this point... Uh... God, there was so... There's about 500 different clubs in my head at once and they all seem feasible. I know, I know. This is why I thought, so weird. I thought, I don't need that today. Two more. Sheffield Wednesday? Right, bear me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Yeah. Portsmouth. Yeah, oh, of Portsmouth. course he played for Portsmouth. Yeah. And I thought of that earlier. This yeah. is where you need the notebook. So I'm going I'm to list every every club listed. Some of them are amateur, some of them professional. You better work out fairly easy which ones are which. Fareham Towns restarted. That's amateur. Bournemouth, Weymouth, amateur. Palace, Aldershot, Cambridge United, Luton Town, Cambridge United again, Birmingham City, Leicester City, Portsmouth, Wolves, Portsmouth again, Millwall, Weymouth, Brighton, Brentford, Wickham, Wickham, Millwall, Gillingham, Bradford, Walsall, Bournemouth, Worthing, Harrow Borough, Weymouth, Gosport Borough and Salisbury. I saw him score a, score a goal for Gosport Borough, which is one of the best goals I've ever seen when he was 45 years old. Yeah. Palace, just, Wolves and Millwall all went through my head. That's he, so annoying. Yeah. He's a legend of the game. Marcus is a legend of this game and he's 2-0 yeah, up. 2-0. See, that's, but that's one of the ones, if you had the opening bid, you'd have probably, I reckon you'd have gone 2 or 3, which yeah. would have left me with the guesswork. But, but Portsmouth and Leicester I knew and I was just going to have a go with the third. And as you say, you know, just a stab in the dark, you, you might have a chance. The upshot is you're 2-0 up, Marcus, with three mm. to play. Jim, you get to go first. He's played for seven clubs in total. He retired in 2008. He is Danny Mills. Millsy. Danny Mills. A git of a man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. A git of a guy. Mugged quite spectacularly off by Thierry Henry that time. Yeah. Um, which I remember very fondly. Seven clubs, is it? Yeah. I mean, by the way, you'll be forgiven for not taking any interest whatsoever in Danny Mills' career. So the answers yeah. might be low. <laughs> a git of a man. Yeah, a git of, Danny, Would you say he's a git of a he man? He is a git of a man. <laughs> a git of an egg. <laughs> Come on, give me, a, give me a number. Pick a number between one and seven. All right, I'm, I'm going to go... For, hmm. The thing is, oh, he's going to go 3-0 here, the nerd. <laughs> the boffin. The boffin. <laughs> Brainiac. Um, I just go. I'll go two. Marcus, oh, I'll, I'll be very surprised if between you, you can't do three. I'll go three then. Jim, do you want four? I do not. He's gonna get three. On that he's gonna get three. So if you go four, it's at least in your own hands. I don't know. What do you think? No, no. That double four doubles the chance of me losing it anyway. So okay. I think I've, I'll right. roll this grenade over to him. Okay. Jim's decided not to go out on his shield. Mm-hmm. He's decided to roll over. Uh, I'm only joking. Two, uh, so what did you say? Three. Three. Okay, three clubs that Danny Mills has played for. You see, I'm confident with two, but the third one, I'm kind of... Nah. So let's go then. Um, Manchester City. Yeah. Leeds United. Yes. Confident with both of those. This is where I'm, I've got... Again, I've got about four or five clubs in my head. They're, they're the obvious ones, I think. Is that the ones you had, Jim? Yeah, he's nodding. He's, well, he wasn't... Help, yeah, I'm not convinced by that. Um... This is a bit from left field, but Norwich City. Oh, oh, Norwich City. Marcus. Yes, come on. Start his career there. Oh, okay. The one, what did you uh, say, Jim? Middlesbrough was the one I had. Okay, yeah, so he played for Middlesbrough. Norwich City, Charlton Athletic, Leeds United, Middlesbrough, Man City, Hull City, Charlton Athletic again, and Derby County. Uh, yeah, I forgot Man City. Hmm. There you go. Three I think three was the sweet spot with Mills there. It's an easy Clearly. It's easy for you to say now, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, the whitewash. Yeah. No, 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 not no, quite. No, yeah. not quite. Two more. There's two more. A couple more. We'll, we'll bang for him very quickly. Marcus, you're first with the fourth player. Yeah. Play for 12 clubs in total. Nicholas and Elka. 12? Yeah. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose it does. Yeah, 12. Yeah. Uh... I, I will tell you no lies. He's played for 12 clubs in total. Jim's counting on his fingers. He's got a few in his... Jim's got a few in his locker. How many do you think? I know that I know for a fact that winning five nil means a lot to Marcus Jim. So you can block <laughs> that. You can block that. You're doing great stuff. 
I've got nine. Oh, have you really? I think so. Jim. I'll go ten then. Yes! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, do ten. Wow. Do ten. All right. wow. wow. Yeah. What did Gordon Ramsay say about that? Wow. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Fuck me. Come on. Do ten. <laughs> yeah, all right. One at a time. I've, I've, go. got, I've got to get my little button. Hang on. Bloody oh, hell. Little button. Thought my work was over. Right, here we go. So, Paris Saint-Germain. Correct. Arsenal. That's two. Real Madrid. That's three. So far, you've got them in order. Chelsea. Yep. Yeah. That's four. Liverpool. That's five. Man City. Six. West Brom. Yes. And he loved it that time, didn't Seven. he? Seven. Bolton. Yes, eight. Shanghai Shinua. Oh, if he's got that. <laughs> Nine. Look at this. <laughs> One more, Jim. I've, I've said Arsenal, haven't I? Yes, you have. Yes, Jim. So, said that what have I said? No, fuck off. I'm not telling you that. <laughs> I can't remember. Can I tell him those as little? I've said Man City. Yeah. You have. You can't. I mean, listen. The game's over, so I'll give you it. But you can't do repetition. That's part of the game. No, no. I'm, I'm genuinely. He's just thinking it's, out it's loud. Difficult. I'm yeah, thinking but, out but loud. That's absolutely. part of the game. That's part of the. That's part of the quiz. If you say another team and you've already said them, you're going to lose. That's how it works. Right. Okay. I have suffered on that before. Oh God, it's gone out of my head. I, just, I counted them on my hand. They're not. It's a big one. There's three more. There's three you haven't got, and I know what they are. Yeah, I think. Did you know what the frustrating thing is? Is that I couldn't remember the Chinese side. And then as you started listening, I thought to myself, I could have done 11 there, actually. Yeah. One of the three that you haven't named, you. Paris Saint-Germain, I completely forgot about. Oh, where's it gone? It was in my head. So this is the problem with with the non-notepad, with the longer ones. Need to hurry you, mate. Need to hurry you. Everything I'm thinking of is clearly wrong. I don't know that much about um, podcasting, but I know we can't just sit in silence. (laughs) People will think we're taking the piss, mate. (sighs) All right. I'm going to... All right. just, Just say any club. There's no point, is there? All right, you could have had Juventus. You no, could have had, got that. You could have had Fenerbahce. Bolton Wanderers. He said that. You could Did have you? had. Yeah, he said Bolton. And you could oh. have had Mumbai City. Right. Oh, I, mis- f- I miscounted then. Oh, I yeah. thought you said Bolton. I thought you hadn't said Bolton. He had said Bolton. He'd yeah. said, oh, okay. Ah. Unfortunately. See, that's the fa- I forgot fa- it was Juventus. Juventus and Fenerbahce, I had. Final player. I'd Jim, forgotten West Brom. Final player, Jim gets to go first. 10 clubs in total. One of your favourite players, Jim, in, in history, the Jabril Cisse. Jabril Cisse. Is it not me? The Lord of the Manor of Frodsham. No, uh, it's the fifth player, so Jim gets to go first. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I just, yeah, yeah. Jib jibs. Uh, ten clubs. Ten clubs. I'm surprised it's that many. Seems I a am. lot, doesn't it? Seems yeah. a lot. Uh, I mean, if you get a few of these, I'll give you the money myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think you deserve credit for a valiant effort with... I'm yeah, annoyed at myself for, for miscounting on my hands, for one yeah, thing. Yeah, it's frustrating. Um... I'm t- ah, two. I'm tired. Right. <laughs> three. Do you want four? Nah. Okay, Marcus, for the whitewash, can you name three clubs that Digibril Cissé play for? Liverpool. He did play for them, yeah. Sunderland. Ooh, yes, he did. Beach ball. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Did you Sorry. not have Sunderland? No, no. Yeah. Oh. The beach ball was Darren Bent. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, there's an obvious one here. I'm forgetting then. Uh, Pray Saint-Germain. A point to Jim. Ah. Late consolation. Ozair, Liverpool, Marseille, uh, Sunderland, Panathinaikos, Lazio, QPR. Ah. Of course, everyone played for QPR. <laughs> Some in the same way that everyone looks like Pete, everyone has played for QPR. And Sunderland. And Sunderland. Uh, Algarafa, Kuban Krasnodar, and uh, Bastia. Uh, who, who were the two you had there? Uh, I've just... Uh, Liverpool and... 
I just knew you'd say three. So my, my brain had gone completely blank. I'm just annoyed about the Anelka thing. Lot of fatigue. Yeah. Lot of fatigue. Although Marseille was a suspicion, but not a. Yeah, I got that. I got me my big French clubs. There you go. In my view, and I imagine a lot of people's view, he hadn't had such severe injuries. Jabril Cisse would be a household name these days. It's true. Two bad leg breaks. He would deserve a lot better than two out of ten clubs that he's played for in the studio. (laughs) But there we go. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. 4-1 to Marcus. A good win. A bit of European football chat there. If you want more European football chat, of course, a brand new episode of On the Continent is out now. Dotton is joined by Miguel Delaney and Lars Sivertson to discuss Erling Haaland's future something we're all interested in, mm. and what sports washing really means in football. Miguel is particularly good on that, so check that out on Football Ramble Presents and subscribe. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Previous Show, sponsored by Betway, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. We will be back on Monday, of course. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Cash. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. 